0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Tithe Podcast, a podcast about sowing and reaping. This is episode 15, The Reality of Rest. Come all to me who can hear me and I will give you rest. Come here to me all who are growing weary to the point of exhaustion and who have been loaded with burdens and are bending beneath their weight. And I alone will cause you to cease from your labor and take away your burdens and thus refresh you with rest. Take at once my yoke upon you and learn from me because I am meek and lowly in heart. And you will find cessation from labor and refreshment from your souls. For my yoke is mild and pleasant and my load is light and weight. To be refreshed with rest what is rest how do we do it and why can we be restful even though we're working can we be restful even though we are feeling the frailties of our humanity can we be in rest in all things when we talk about faith we talk about action and we think about work, we think about all of the things we have to learn, all of the things we have to do, you know, the, the checklist that is our to-do list that is all of the things that add up uh, to get to the place that we want to go. It's a lot, it's a lot of stuff and you still have your day-to-day Your responsibilities, the things you have to take care of, taking care of yourself, managing your mind, managing your soul, living with your family, uh, taking care of your home, your car, your finances. Um, It's a lot, it's a lot of stuff. Can we somehow get refreshed with rest? Can we somehow make a choice to choose rest, to choose a reality of rest? Can we decide to just live in it, to live in the promise of the word? These are not our own words, the things that we have faith for. These are not our words. These words come from God, and they have within them the ability to do what they say. Can we rest in that? Can we rest in knowing who we are, what we are, and what we can do? Rest knowing that these words are not our own, that they came from something eternal, that they came from something that always has been, always will be. Can we rest in the tithe? Rest in the faithful sacrifice? Can we rest in our faithfulness? Knowing that we are committed, that we have counted the cost, that we are ready, prepared, that this is our time, can we rest in that? And we consider the lilies in the field, that they neither toil nor spin, and yet they are adorned finer than anything that King Solomon ever wore. Why? How? Because they were created to be what they are. And they don't have to work in any fear or any doubt that they could become something else. I think we have that as well. That the desires that are in your heart, the desires that are in your mind... Those are the things that get you to move forward along your path. That get you to a place of a lightened soul. A soul that has a yoke that is easy and a burden that is light. A refreshing rest. The doubt and the fear... They're an illusion. The doubt and the fear come from a separation, come from the separation of the Word of God, but we are not separated. We don't live in a place of separation anymore. We are one. One with God in Christ. On the seventh day of creation, God rested, an eternal rest. And that is the reality of rest, that everything is finished, everything is done. We can just let it be. And in that rest, the power is unlimited because we rest in the plan. We rest in the power. We know if we sow it, we will reap it, and if we eat it, we will sow it. Within the seed, everything is contained that produces its own fruit to produce more seed. And so if we have bad seed in us, if we see bad fruit coming to bear, we have a power over that bad seed. And we don't have to eat it. If you sow it, you will reap it. If you eat it, you will sow it. And by eating it, I mean ingesting it in your body, through your mind, through your soul, but also through your words. To hold your tongue. To choose another way. To choose another path and allow that seed to continue to be planted and grow again. That you can choose to be free of that bad seed. Don't eat the fruit. In rest, there is freedom. Paul encourages us to labor, to enter into the rest why I think it's because the reality of rest if we have a revelation of rest if we have the place within our soul that we can go to that we live from and find our source of power and strength coming from a place of oneness it looks like rest and if we're in rest then we can begin to operate in the world and have a much easier time giving and receiving because we aren't fighting for what our what is ours we're not struggling for what should be or what we hope would be or what we think might be Because we have entered into an eternal rest. And that's the place of oneness. Where a thousand days is like one day and one day is like a thousand days. Rest. You know, we talked about the tithe as a worship. That we are giving and receiving at the same time this faithful sacrifice that we do, tithe. And and in this specific instance, just think about it, just 10%, 10% the first fruits sacrificed unto God. And then from that we receive righteousness and the blessings and all of that is contained within rest. The things of God, they come through us, they come to us in rest, in a surrender, like Jesus says here in Matthew that you take at once my yoke and learn from me, because I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find cessation from labor and refreshment from your souls. For my yoke is mild and pleasant and my load is light and weight. A surrender. The life that you are living is not your life, but it's Christ's. And the things that you are doing, they are not for you. But for God. And the things that you have are not for you, but for God. Sacrifice, surrender, and you take the yoke and learn from Him. And in that place, we can rest. And I think oftentimes we get confused as to think, well, what does God want me to do, what is the yoke, where is the path, how do I know if I'm doing the right thing, and with rest, we get our answer, like I've said before, everything that we do is just one thing, that thing being the revelation of Jesus Christ on the earth, We just do that thing over and over and over and over and over again. In everything that we do, in all of our relationships, in all of our desires, in all of our actions, in all of our waking day, even our cells do it, the earth does it, everything does it. It's all the one thing, the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's all one thing, and we are doing it and partaking of it every single day. And so whatever it is that you are currently doing, whatever it is that you think you are supposed to do, that is the thing, that's the one thing. And if in two years you didn't do any of that stuff, and now you have a new thing to do, then that's the one thing again and it goes around and around and around and we are in rest knowing that our Father has prepared the way, knowing that our Father has accepted us, proven us, chosen us, selected us and we can give back to Him through the tithe, through that worship. And then we get to rest in that tithe. We get to rest knowing that that little thing that we have been called to do, that very, very simple thing to give the first fruits, that very, very simple thing, gives us the rightfulness to rest. To refresh our souls. To wear a mild and pleasant yoke. To carry a load. Light in weight. Like I said, I, I, I really think everything comes out of rest. That you have to enter in before things really begin to work. You have to enter in before peace. You have to enter in before joy. You have to enter in before faithfulness. You have to enter in. Okay, so how do you do it? Well, you either are or you aren't. You're in or you're out are you in rest are you choosing to rest are you choosing to rest knowing that this too shall pass are you choosing to rest knowing that you are the son of the king the reality of rest Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Tithe Podcast, the podcast about sowing and reaping. That was episode 15, The Reality of Rest.